¿Qué onda, familia? If you're looking for a fun, feel-good listening experience, check out our podcast, Hanging with Los Otelos. My name is Shaboy Edgar, and this is my beautiful wife, Janet. Hi, guys. We're a bilingual Mexican-American married couple with two beautiful young daughters. We're ready to fully expose our life, discuss relationship drama, yours and ours, and fill you with faith, encouragement, and laughter. Se va a poner bueno, so come hang out with us. Listen to Hanging with Los Otelos on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, visit losotelos.com. Mama, Dada, I love it. Open your hearts and loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situations and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's up, up, up. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Couples Therapy. I am Naomi. I'm Andy. And you sure you're Naomi and you're not like Chris Rock? <laughs> oh, because I was so high? Yeah. I just had something to say. <laughs> I demanded they listen. Not so high as in How High, starring Meth Man the Red Man. <laughs> uh, but your, uh, your voice, your pitch. Your pitch was so high. Anyway, we're a real-life couple, <laughs> a real-life couple of comedians, and on the show, we bring the best sets from our live show, Couples Therapy, to your ears. And on that show, of course, comics who are close do sets together about their relationship. Where are you at, Naomi, my dear, today? This is, of course, 21st of the new year. Well, I'll tell you this. I told you before we started recording, I crossed over into too many fruit snacks. There were these little bags, you know, the little mini bags of fruit snacks, guys. So there are a bunch of them here in the studio, and I haven't eaten today. And so I grabbed three. You know what? <laughs> After bag two, I should have stopped. But then I had that third bag. And literally in the middle of the third bag, I said, I've crossed the line into too many fruit snacks. But then I felt like I couldn't stop. Because your bag's so little, you only got four left once you cross over. So I crossed over to too many fruit snacks and I feel it. But other than that, I'm okay. I love that idea of the crossover because I know it very well. <laughs> there is, uh, I don't know what we want to call it, like a uh, cuisine crossover. A um, There's something. The satisfaction threshold? Yeah. The hunger love threshold it. maybe? Love a neologism. But like, because <laughs> uh, it, it happens when I'm eating potato chips. It's Whenever you're binging something, <laughs> right? There's a threshold where you're no longer enjoying it. You're no longer eating it you are uh, just shoving it. I was going to say mindlessly because it's not. I think I'm like, oh, I should stop, right? Yeah. Like I'm shoving ruffles in my mouth. Ruffles natural, everyone, okay? I am green. <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm shoving them in my mouth and I'm like, oh, I'm satisfied. This is it. Uh, and then there's some like center in my brain that's like, no, you dipshit. You only have so much time on this earth. Shove as many ruffles as you can into your mouth. That's interesting. So it's a, for you, it's about like maximizing. For me, you know what it is? You cross, for me, I cross over into that line. It's like, especially when not a lot, there's not a lot left, it then becomes about defeating it. It becomes about defeating the food. I have to destroy it. Right, you're King Arthur of, of the food realm. Exactly. You know, this food has destroyed me. Now I must destroy it. That is the nature of our relationship. Jam a lot. I was trying to think of something else that wasn't oh. that wasn't spam a lot. And I'm like, what's another food that rhymes? <laughs> oh <laughs> my god, ham a lot. Why am I helping? So I don't even like it. So I know it's so close to spam, spam, but it's just ham. 
I don't know. But well, yeah, is it is it about like maximizing or is it about I think it's just, it's just like I have no willpower. I'm <laughs> I'm weak when it comes to these foods. How do these foods have mastery over me? How does this inanimate carb <laughs> control me? Like it is one of those kind of like um those wasps, those parasite wasps that go into like worms, caterpillars' heads. Ew, what? I don't want to hear. That's terrifying to me. There are certain wasps that are, they turn uh, ants and other things into zombies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or there, I think I there are ants them. that do it too. Yes, but there yes. are certain insects that like right. zombify other it. insects. Yes, 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 yes. And that's what ruffle, ruffles are. <laughs> are zombie are zombifying insects? Right for you, zombifying yeah. carbs. Yep, I understand that. Yeah, and I want to be different. Can I t- can I say that? Yeah, you could say that. You I can thought, be honest about wanting to be different. I thought I knew who I was, Naomi. <laughs> I thought I, I, I moved to New York to do comedy yep. in uh, 2008. Yep. And I'm like, oh, yes, this is me now. Mm-hmm. I figured it out. Yep. Therapy helped me narrow in a little better <laughs> on who the true Andy was. And then we move out here. I no longer know who I am. Oh, no. What do you mean? What, we is, went, what, do you, what do you feel is shaken? We went shopping for clothes yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, here's the, here's the thing. It's like you're out here in Los Angeles, and you have to suddenly play a role, mm-hmm. right? You go to a meeting. You go to, like, a fancy meeting or something like that, <laughs> and you can't just be yourself. You have to project who you are. You have to be the artiste in some way. I don't mean that as a, as a joke, by the way, listeners. Like, you're, there really is this kind of, like, this role you have to play. Well, you have to perform, you have to perform you have to, your personality. Yeah. You can't or, just be. You have to, like, show them what you're about. Not even your personality, like, a personality. <laughs> you have to, like, something that, like, fits the archetype of artiste, okay. right? Uh-huh. Like, you have to walk in, in, in like, a cape <laughs> with, like, a fancy hat on or something like that. <laughs> a fancy hat? And it'd be like, I would like 12 glasses of water. Three wow. of them must have red food dye in them. Wow. Wow. Ultimate power. And then they're move. like, oh, this guy must really be an artist. Yeah. He's projecting artist. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's a fine line between that and just like being a lunatic. Lunatic, yeah. <laughs> no, but like, and so I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to play this role, but that's not me. I'm just a guy that wants to sit in a corner, eat snacks, talk about indie rock with people. <laughs> and uh, like, we went shopping yesterday. I got new jeans and I got a sweater, mm-hmm. uh, a $20 sweater with a dinosaur on it. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> can, you, can, you, can you hear this? You hear this? He got a sweater with a dinosaur on it. A stegosaurus, said, I believe. Oh, cool. <laughs> Go on, adult man. And for some reason, I thought that would, I, I, I it would like inhabit me. It would inhabit my personality. We went to like a party last night. And I'm like, oh, you know, people are gonna think I'm cool <laughs> because of because of your sweater with a dinosaur on it. Yes, <laughs> hun. And then I saw <laughs> our friends who were actually dressed up, and I was like, oh no, no, Andy, no. What is wrong with your brain? What is twisted? What kind of twisted synapse do you have? What Joker? What Joaquin no. Phoenix Joker is in your head? That's so twisted that made you think <laughs> that this was going to be cool, that other people would be like, oh, he is cool. <laughs> he is Hollywood elite. You have a child's mind. I think what the synapse is a child. Not always, but like in that. Like, I think there's certain things. And in that section, maybe. Like, <laughs> like I looked at like Joel Kim Booster was there and I'm like, oh, that's what fashion is. Yes. I'm like, oh, Okay. Everyone oh. was serving fashion. Everyone right. was serving. I mean, I I attempted to do something with a patterned pant, but you know, even that didn't really that didn't even really stack up. You did pretty good, Naomi. 
With but all like the idea, like there's a, a thing that's it's for much younger people, but uh, wearing the fanny pack as a kind of like a bandolier almost. <laughs> Like stuff that I can't pull off. There's lots of things that I see like friends of ours wearing on Instagram that mm-hmm. I that I'm like, maybe I could wear that and be a new person. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I just want to talk about, you know, Genesis, their <laughs> invisible touch album. Oh yeah, you guys, we were on our way here in the car and Andy was picking music and he goes, Ooh, I got something for you, implying that this would be a something I would enjoy. And what he puts on is Genesis's invisible touch. And I go, what? How was this for me? <laughs> he was like, don't we have musical overlap as children? And I go, no, I only listen to R&B. <laughs> part of finding who I was, part of finding my identity was being okay with music I hated as a child. And <laughs> uh, being like, even though I I'm not, I was never that into it, it's somehow because I heard it so much mm-hmm. on the radio or my parents, uh, from my parents, uh, I, I, I like it in some way that I can't explain. And so I'm just giving – at some point, you just give into this stuff. You can find it all you want. But at some point, you give into the fact that you like early Genesis, early to mid-period <laughs> Genesis. You like wearing sweaters with dinosaurs on it. Yes. And that's who you are. Yes. But here, here I'm, I'm fighting it again. You have to accept it. It's not about changing. The dinosaur sweater is not meaning a change. A dinosaur sweater is the true you. It's not a change. This is not a new man. This is – Andy liking what he likes, which are sweaters with dinosaurs on them. You can't do that out here, Naomi. You have to talk about Ariana Grande. No, you you got to You got to wear hip hats. You got to wear giant hats and capes. (laughs) And then at some point wear the hat as a bandolier. Yeah. If you really want people to know what you're about. Thank you. Next. (laughs) Speaking of next, we have a wonderful set for you. But before we get into all that, we just want to tell you, as always, the dates. Come on, guys. Dates and deets. Dates Dates and deets. Saturday, February 8th, 8 p.m. at the Virgil. We are bringing you that February couples therapy show. You better roll up, especially because my mother will be in attendance. So stakes will be high. Anxiety will be high. We're going to need the performances and the audience to match my level of fear. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Oh, well, I mean, if we're going to match your levels of fear, we need a stadium. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate. Uh, 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 so far, Rosebud Baker's on the show. Yeah, maybe her Emily friend. Maybe not. We'll see what happens. But uh, she she was on the show before with Alex English. Yes, so uh, super funny. Um, and also, you, as always, you can get those tickets at CouplesTherapyPod.com. And while you are there, you can sign up for our Patreon, where you get two bonus episodes, and you can get our call in number, so that when we do these wonderful advice episodes, you can call in. Also, while we're telling you stuff to do and things to care about. Are there some programs we want people to maybe know about and oh, watch? Yeah, we had some guests on uh, at the end of last year, and uh, their shows are premiering or have premiered just around this time. And uh, uh, Medical Police, so Rob Hubel was on, uh, and Medical Police just debuted. And if you like Jill and Todd, if you like the stupidest shit possible, and I mean that as a huge compliment. Yeah. I've, I've like seven episodes at the Medical Police. It is the dumbest, it is as dumb as Children's Hospital. That is a compliment. Also, Josh Thomas was on the show, one of our favorites before uh, the end of the year, and Everything's Gonna Be Okay just debuted, and uh, I want you to watch both those things, Yes, friends. So good. Fun shows. Friends of the pod, if you will. Ah. 
So, Naomi, uh, this first set, now we had, in both December shows, we had five acts on both of them. Yes, we did. So, uh, this is a bridge episode between those two shows. This episode is bi-coastal. <laughs> it's a bi-coastal episode. We're bringing you New York and LA. Yeah, we're your hosts on both coasts. Hosts on both coasts, bringing you some good stuff from New York and LA. This first set, you guys, comes from the Brothers Kondabolu, okay? Hari and Ashuk Kondabolu. They are the hosts of the Untitled Kondabolu Brothers podcast. You may know Ashuk formerly as Dapwell of the former rap group Das Racist. Hari Kondabolu is one of the world's premier stand-ups. You can watch his Netflix special, Warn Your Relatives, now. So get these two bros together and you know it's a good time. Strap yeah. in. Coming to you from the Bell House in Brooklyn, New York. Roll it. Hello. Hi. Uh, I'm Hari Kundabolu. This is my younger brother, Ashok Kundabolu. Hi. We're the Kundabolu brothers. It's really dark. I can't see any folks. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I think uh, if we had to define our relationship, it's definitely an uh, older brother, younger brother. I'm obviously the older brother. Uh, also, I, I think uh, we've done shows together. I think there's an odd couple element. A little bit, yes. And uh, also, with my recent weight gain, a Laurel and Hardy element <laughs> that I didn't expect. But uh, yeah, I, I really feel, I think the thing that probably defines us the most is this older brother, younger brother, because I feel like I, I have a lot of the traits of the older brother, type A, organized, has their shit together, and you know. Yeah. Yeah, and you got. I'm the free spirit archetype. <laughs> I did a lot of drugs. <laughs> and I have never smoked marijuana. It's true. Yeah. And you've never done a hallucinogen, so you think that what you see around you is real, which is pretty funny. <laughs> pretty hilarious to me, to be honest. No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so, I mean, I think one thing as an older sibling that I've discovered is apparently, so to, to me, he's my younger brother, right? But apparently, to him, I'm just his brother. No, no, not even. What? You're, to be completely honest, I, I have respect for you and what you do and, and our shared history, but that's how you call our relationship with brother, our, our shared, shared history. history. Yeah. Yeah. Our varied and, and storied past, if, if you prefer. But I mostly just think of you as like another useless straight male who's all of whom are 95% exactly the same and worthless. And we're all on our idiotic, very similar adventures together. You know? You're just another one. But one who I have the story passed with. Last time, we talked about a relationship. It was on our podcast. And you told me that you didn't view me as your older brother, just as your brother. And, and it took me weeks and some therapy appointments to come to terms with the fact that you are your own person. Mm -hmm. and that I can't keep applying the, the older, younger brother status, a mm -hmm. status which I feel like I have a revered uh, older brother status. You don't right. view that as revered. No, you want me to bend down and touch your feet when we meet. Yeah, correct. Right. And like the old country. It's yes. not gonna happen, brother. <laughs> and so that, that hurt. And, because I feel like I do, I have earned my older brother's status. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. caring. Yes. Not in ways that help me when I need it. I, there's the affection and some intent to help, but the help itself never really materializes. <laughs> it's more like you work it out, when you re-emerge, give me a hug, baby. It's me, your older brother. 
I love you. But I've been downgraded since then as, uh, what, did you, what did you say, piece of shit that also I didn't say piece of shit, useless straight male archetype. Okay, just sorry, some guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some guy who has the same parents yeah. as you. Story, 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 past, past. shared histories. Yeah. yeah. Like our book, Story, Past, Shared Histories, the kind of little brother story. Right. Yeah. Well, this was not what we had talked about backstage at all. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also very typical because I like structure. I like to know where things are. I'm a professional stand-up comedian. Things are always layered. And then I come... I'm a... Imagine saying that, like, proudly. <laughs> I'm a professional stand-up comedian. I don't fuck around. I yeah, like yeah, structure. Yeah. I, know, I know what's going on around me at all times. Uh, <laughs> no, you, have mul you have multiple advanced degrees. And now you're screaming on a Sunday night. Two days, so I'm a professional stand-up comedian, folks. I like how to you To a say... darkened room where you can't see anybody's face, I love it. <laughs> I like how you say, imagine saying that after I had just said that. <laughs> I was talking to them. How much time have we done so far? Have we done the... Uh, it's we, funny we, to me that you were the one who had to go to therapy because you felt that you didn't have the dominant, like, part of the relationship. I Wouldn't I be the one who typically would have to be like, my brother tries to control me and box me in and stifle me in in this relationship. He doesn't see that I'm growing and evolving as a human being. He just sees me as his younger brother. Instead, it's you're like, ah, my little brother keeps talking about his stupid life and shit that he does when I'm not around. And I don't know if he, I don't know what he's talking about. He doesn't do what I tell him. And it hurts me. <laughs> what? what could you possibly have to say to the therapist about me? I feel like this is a, a, a younger sibling audience. And <laughs> I don't like this one fucking they're all, bit. They're all Luigi's. Of course. Of course. This, this is a fucking player two audience. <laughs> it's a Luigi that's crowd. that's how older siblings view you, you're player two. It's a tail Luigi crowd. we need someone to play with, so mom and dad are like, oh, let's pop another one out. So it's not a weirdo only child. Well, give him a comp that's what this was. You were just a companion for me. <laughs> that was the whole point of you. <laughs> if not for me needing a living toy, <laughs> you would not be here. Hey, listen, stop screaming at me and work it out with your therapist. <laughs> It'll be a few days, New Year's, she's probably off, but. There has old- You'll live. There's always been an older brother, younger brother dynamic, and it is not, it is not just me saying this now. When we were, okay, so when my brother was two, and I was four and a half, I'm two and a half years older. It's important to note that at all times. We lived uh, in Jackson Heights, in Northern Boulevard, and our parents, yeah, our parents decided to step away to go grocery shopping and left a four and a half year old to a two year old alone. <laughs> for maybe 12 minutes at the most, right? It was a quick trip. They thought, what possibly could happen? And then when they returned to the home, they noticed, a, we lived on the top floor, they noticed that there was a leak coming from the top floor, which is where we live. And they walked upstairs and they noticed 
that uh, the tricycle, our tricycle was in the fish tank. The fish tank was cracked open, fish on the ground, dead, water everywhere. And my brother just started screaming, ride, fish, ride! Ride, fish, ride! And then my parents were like, Ashok, did you do this? And, here, and you were like, nothing, <laughs> nothing. And no, they said, what did you do? And you're like, nothing. And then I apparently got in front of you uh, and I told mom and dad, it wasn't his fault, he's just a kid. <laughs> that is an older sibling action. Mm -hmm. But you were protecting me from nothing. They were not about to, you know, hit me or scream at me or anything. And I hate that story. This is what I was saying about family dynamics. You know, like, whatever I am, at least in my own day idiotic day-to-day -day life, I'm my own person, I make my own bad, fucked up, poor choices, and I live with them, and, and, and I'm continuing on this path. And then every time I return, you know, I'm, if, if we're back in the family dynamic, once again, it's like little Ashok, mom's, and, and I'm different to everyone in the family. To you, I'm, I'm this horrible thing that you talked about on stage. To mom, I'm like some sort of, uh, like daughter type role with her. We used to go to JCPenney and Sears and she try on dresses and shoes, and, which I enjoyed and still enjoy and, and, and that's what I do. So I, to her, I'm like an 11 or 12 year old daughter. To dad, I'm a five year old boy. I remember once he drove me to the train on my way to high school when I was 16, he asked if I had all my pens and pencils. I was literally taking calculus. So it's like, I, we have this twisted thing. And then, and then I turn around and on the next couch, I'm a 12 year old girl. Next couch, I'm a five year old boy. And I'm juggling that and, and how, do, how can I thrive and be who I really am? A useless adult male in that environment. Stifling. Another example of our dynamic is, when, I, when he was 14, there would be, he went to Stuyvesant High School, right? Which is in the city. If you're a Queens kid, we call it the city. It's big it's and scary. It's true. And I went to Townsend Harris High School, mm -hmm. right? So we, we had very different high school experiences and uh, you uh, would, would go days, like weekends, you'd be missing, right? right? You told mom and dad and me that you were on the baseball team, right? right? Junior varsity. So you had to, you were the junior varsity baseball team. <laughs> and you had to go on road trips, right? Yeah. And, and I believed you, right. I believed you. I was excited, I love baseball. Right. I could never play, my brothers play in baseball. This is great. You told me you were the backup third baseman. That seemed reasonable. Yeah. I always had a good arm. Is that, is that a characteristic of third baseman? Good arm, yeah, good oh. arm, yeah. Still remember that. And then years later, you told me uh, that you quit the baseball team, right? And uh, you did it and I asked you why, and I was heartbroken about it. You quit because you didn't, you had body issues and you felt uncomfortable. Body image issues and yeah. I had issues with showering with it. Showering with other people because, right. you know, in locker rooms because you had body image things. Right. And I felt bad that you denied yourself the ability to play the wonderful game of baseball. baseball. Right. <laughs> and then we were doing a live show, you and I, and uh, I was telling that story and just how funny it was that, you know, he, you know, that you, you had done that. And, right. And you had, that you quit baseball for that reason. Quit and baseball. you told me, oh, he's, you, and I tell the story and then you're like, oh yeah, I was never on the baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I remember when you did that and I was waiting for you to mention this last part. I thought, I still couldn't believe that you thought that that was all true because it had been more than probably 10 years or 12 years. 
since I was 14 at that point. It was a funny re onstage revelation. Of course I wasn't on the baseball team. I can't play baseball. Why, did I, why was there never any equipment? <laughs> I, I literally, I don't own a baseball bat. I don't own a baseball bat. I had no uniform. Why, why would a New York City public high schooler be going on away games for multiple days? To like what, the, to play the team in the Bronx? I'd have to sleep in an SRO up there, so like. <laughs> Sorry, I made you feel bad, man. <laughs> I mean to do that. We agreed to a way to close this, and I'm trying to get, but I'm like, what is the point? You're just gonna destroy whatever it is I say next. We have a nice seg now. We have this little funny, you know, ooh, he's this kind of guy, but oh, he's that kind of guy. And then because of that, you know, how do we spend time together to advance our story past into the future? And it's through shared projects. Right, yeah. right. That's actually the only time yeah. we, we talk or you tell me about your life is, right. is on stage. And I'm forced right. to listen because I have to respond because there's an audience there. Exactly. Right. And I can say whatever I want about what I've actually been doing with my life. Right, and right, right. Yeah, you can't yell or be shocked for more than a few seconds without coming back. Coming back when you're crazy one-liners. Right, right. Yeah. So when Naomi asked me to do this, I said, well, this is exciting. I get to find out what my brother's been up to the last year and a half. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah. Did you have a good time? Has this been fun for you? It's been good. This is my return to the stage. It's been a while, and I, th and I feel like I really bonded with everyone out there. I can't, I can't see them, but You they bonded with almost lot. everyone here. That yeah, is correct. They were laughing. <laughs> anyway, my name is Hurricane Devolu. I'm a professional stand-up comedian. <laughs> and this is my younger brother, Ashok Kandapal. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Hey, guys, it's Bobby Bones. I host The Bobby Bones Show. And I'm pretty much always sleepy because I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. A couple hours later, I get all my friends together, and we get into a room, and we do a radio show. We share our lives, we tell our stories, we try to find as much good in the world as we possibly can, and we look through the news of the day that you'll care about. Also, your favorite country artists are always stopping by to hang out and share their lives and music too. So wake up with a bunch of my friends on Big 104.7 in Pittsburgh, or wherever the road takes you on the iHeartRadio app. And we're back. Oh, God. The brothers come to Bolu. What fun. I wish I had a... I wish... I don't know what I'm going to say, quite honestly. <laughs> I, I was waiting for something to come. Um, I don't know. Um, you wish. What do you wish, Naomi? Name the things you wish for. I wish I was a baller. Oh. I wish so I had a girl gonna... who looked good. I would call her. Who's I'm that? not going to tell my real wishes. That's... Skilo. Skilo. You know, when CeeLo came on the scene... Of course. I was so confused. I know. I know who wasn't. Because <laughs> I thought... They're equally petite. I thought CeeLo and Skilo were the same person. 
It's, yeah. I mean, not that, that they were the same had person. rebranded. Yeah, I thought it was just a rebrand. Right, right, and right. It was right. not. It was a different brand. It was a. It was two different brands. Right. That existed decades apart from each other. <laughs> well, a decade apart. There was a lot. When I was a kid, there was a lot of stuff like that where I was confused. Where there were things. <laughs> there that were a were, lot of moments that you were confused. Accurate, Andy. Tell I, me I mean, more. As, as you heard in the intro, <laughs> I mean, it continues into my middle age. <laughs> Absolute confusion on how the world works and what my place in it is. Oh, good times. There's even confusion. I'll say this, Naomi, about like we've said pretty uh, definitively, mm-hmm. I would say, that we don't want kids. Correct. Right? Correct. But we are, we've filled our lives with uh, pets, mm-hmm. with uh, with our dear Mabel, who is here with us today in the studio, chewing on a bully stick somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, squeeing Prem uh, back home, Obvi. <laughs> but like the thing is, we've said we didn't want kids, and somehow our pets have become children to us right but it's confusing doesn't that happen to everybody especially people who don't have human children because i think for everyone right they love their pets and they're like attached but then especially if there's no one else to get that love and attention the pets just take that spot but the point of having the pets was that we didn't want the you know there's a lot of reasons we don't want kids one of them is we don't want the responsibility okay yes of a human life yes accurate Uh uh-huh but uh there there is a point that we've reached where the animals are ah, look, I'm not gonna I'm not if you have children, listeners, take this with a grain of salt. I don't really mean this, but I kind of mean it. Where they are, <laughs> we have the responsibility of like having a child. Well, in a sense. I think it definitely was much more so than having the cats. You know, cats are pretty chill. And Maybelline, she is um she's a wild card. You know, anything can happen. She's out in these streets, she's putting whatever she wants in her mouth. She is getting into scrapes should she choose to. <laughs> like she's just much more like there's just many more things she can face. Like right now she's drinking a bowl of water. I don't know if that water's clean. I don't know when it was changed last. I hope her body can handle it. Like it's stuff like I'm sure that. Sure she can. It's not you know, it's not fracking liquid in there. <laughs> I hope uh... not, but she's really gulping it down. And so sometimes well, I wonder. I'm not against caring for my pets in a <laughs> deep way. I uh, My previous cat, 15 years ago now, Professor Whiskers. Yeah, a professor. You know, he had heart troubles. Yes. He had kidney troubles at the same time. And I every day when he, I mean, this was towards the end of his life, but like I had to have an IV that I had to do, a, a put a needle under his skin and hold the IV up and like- uh, I was going to say liquidate. That's not the word. <laughs> I had to. You he, had to give him fluids. You yeah, had to really fluids. like massage and make sure those fluids got in there. What subcutaneous fluids. Yes. Thank you. Yes. That's I was good searching for that word. <laughs> but it was You're like, my subcutaneous cutie. Oh, snap. If you notice, Andy, <laughs> um, I'm not comfortable with tender things in public. Oh, really? Have you noticed that sometimes? You know how sometimes like when you're like when we're parting ways, like if you drop me off somewhere, we're on the street and we like go to different spots, you'll say love you. And I usually say bye. Did you notice that? You notice, because sometimes you'll, like, laugh at me. I mean, I probably have it. It doesn't get uh, stored in my brain. Oh, thank God. You know, other people would be all sad. Thank God it doesn't get stored in your brain. But, yeah, I tend to be, like, I say back, because like, if we're in public, I don't, I don't know. I'm, like, I don't want people knowing I love you. What? No, no not in that <laughs> What? Hold on. <laughs> no, Hold not- on. What? <laughs> not in that way. In, like, a people are going to make fun of me, like, ooh, look at that loser. She's in love. 
Wait, hold on, hold on. You think you think <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> you think that there's going to be like a high school bully that sees you say love you too to me. Yep. And it's like, "Hey, you fucking dork. Why is your heart so open and tender?" Yes, I think about Yes, I in a way I feel like if I say I love you in public, it's like it's like admitting a weakness. Like people will know my weakness. Like what if I say I love you and then someone decides to hurt you because they know I love you? Like so, like you're a superhero and they found out your secret identity <laughs> yeah. and I married Jane and now uh, Green Goblin has kidnapped me? Yes. What if I'm in a Watchmen-like scenario? I don't want people knowing. So, oh, right. Well, then wh- why'd you wear a mask? Put a mask on. I'll say, I love you. You'll put a mask on and go, I love you too. And then you'll take the mask off and wander off and then no one will know your, no secret, will know. your secret identity as a tender person. I think so. My secret, my secret tender identity. But Naomi, you know what they said at the end of Watchmen. What? You know, masks create cruelty. You put them on, it makes you cruel. Oh, not tender. Not tender. And you know what they say? <laughs> you take the mask off because wounds need air to heal. Oh, God, a line of pure poetry. Pure poetry. <laughs> That's so crazy. The idea, like, <laughs> hey, nerd, he comes and slaps a calculator out of your hand. Yeah. But on it, you've ri- you've, like, drawn, like, Numbers so that it looks like a heart or yep. something mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You have so. a pocket protector, but inside are the little candy hearts. <laughs> but that's just an aside about how I'm never going to be open in front of people. But to discuss, you know, the animals, because. Hold on. I want to go back for one second. <laughs> one second. But you, you're the one that wants to hold my hand in public. I'm not a big hand holder. Yeah. But you want to hold my hand in public. Explain. I don't know. There's something about hand holding. Like, you, people don't know our situation if we're holding hands. You know, half the time people think I'm your home health aide anyway. <laughs> or, they think, or they think you're my manager. So it's like, doesn't matter. But it's like That is a game we play when we go to parties. I think I've said this before, but uh, we play a game called Her Man or Her Manager. People are like, like scrutinizing me and being like, what is he? But that's why it helps to wear a shirt with a dinosaur on it. Because then they'll know that you're my man. <laughs> a sweater. Uh, it was dressy. Sweater, 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 dressy. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, you're such a conundrum, Naomi. Even ten years, in, we're we're getting married this year. People like there's going to be a ring on my finger somewhere <laughs> towards the end of the year, <laughs> and on yours too. I know they're going to know what that means at least. Yeah, people know what it. You still means. think people? You, you, you think if we have this overt symbol, people still won't think we're together. They literally will think we're two married friends. It's a, they'll be like, we're married friends. It's so weird. Like when we're on the subway, I'm so conscious of like the fact that it's not obvious we're together mm-hmm. because you'll uh, like, I'll be reading, you know, we, we're yeah, doing our thing. You're playing Candy Crush. I'm reading Harper's. <laughs> oh, please don't pretend like you ain't playing fucking Pet Rescue or whatever. I love that you're like, I'm playing Candy Crush and you're reading Harper's. Bitch, you be playing games on your phone too. Continue, no, continue, no. you Judge, I would like the. Ju- I would like to submit to the jury, to the prosecution, uh-huh. that nine times out of ten, mm-hmm. when we're on the train, oh really? You are playing Pet Rescue, Bubble Witch, you uh, Candy Crush, and I am reading a magazine. I am like... reading perhaps <laughs> the Sellout by Paul Beatty. Oh, Paul Beatty. How do you say his last name? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not name dropping authors. <laughs> the Devil's Chessboard about Alan Dulles. <laughs> um, yes. Anyway, so to get back to oh right, pets as kids. Uh, <laughs> this, well, it's because this last week, last week was particularly like 
trying, yeah, stressful. Like, no, particularly like Mabel's a child. Mabel is a baby. <laughs> this is not what I wanted, right? <laughs> I fell asleep on the couch watching, I don't know, American Dad or something. I can't remember exactly yeah, be honest. what it was. Uh-huh. Uh, well, it could be a couple of things, right? American <laughs> Dad. It could be uh, the other guy, this Australian show I've been watching. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple other things. It could be Letter Kenny. Anyway, <laughs> I fell asleep on the couch, and you come at, out at two in the morning saying, like, Mabel has an upset stomach, and I don't know what to do. And I'm like half asleep. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, what? I don't know. Just go back to sleep. I like that. My first impulse, because if it was a child, I would be forced to get up and then do something, drive to the hospital. But no, but see, no, you were like half asleep, but it wasn't that. Okay. I'm in bed. Mabel's in bed. She starts to chew at the bedspread. And so I've learned now in our five months, I'm like, okay, that's not normal, especially in the middle of the night. She's already been sleeping. So I, t- I put her down off the bed. She makes a beeline. She then starts to try to eat our um, entryway rug, which is like a little, like, not shaggy, but it kind of has, like, some texture to it. So then I pull the rug up. Then she tries to start eating the base of the cat tree. And I know that when that happens, it's like what she wants is grass to eat to try to make herself throw up. And earlier in that day, we had had some friends over, and we'd ordered some pizzas and Mabel, of course, was like sniffing around under the table. And so I thought, did some food fall and did she eat it? And is this like what, you know, now the result of it? But the point being, yeah, it was 1.30 in the morning on a Sunday. And I go, I'm going to take her out to the front and give her some, let her eat some grass and see if that'll make her do what she needs to do. Vomit. Yes. Dogs, if they have upset stomachs, sometimes eat grass to make them vomit and make their, and it's happened to Mabel like twice before. Right. And so I take her out. But y'all, it's like one thirty on Sunday. I'm outside, literally like on our porch, and there's like a little sl- like a um, grass kind of slope before you go down the stairs. So I'm right there, and then like two houses over, across the street, like two or three houses down, are like four to five men talking in the dark around a tree, an enclave, Lick- a two a.m. book club of shadowy men. <laughs> I was like, okay, if by book club you mean murder club, because I was like, what the hell y'all all talking about at 1.42 a.m. on a Sunday that you couldn't talk about indoors? Y'all planning some <laughs> shit. Oh, y'all planning some oh, shit. 100% and- they were planning a murder. You know, five guys don't stand around at two in the morning outside right. and not plan a murder. Exactly. So I'm standing there and I'm like, okay, just look down. Don't let them think you know what's up. And then, and Mabel is taking forever. I mean, like she will not stop eating grass. And so, and then she's also starting to retch, but nothing's coming out. So then I'm freaking out. So then I come back upstairs and that's when I kind of bother you. I'm like, Andy, she's not going, but she won't stop retching. And then she, you guys, she started making this whimpering sound. I do have the sound on my phone. I will not play it here because it will move you to tears. Oh, it breaks your heart. Whenever she whimpers, it just but like. But it was just such, I was like, oh my God, she's in pain. She's hurting. And I'm like, and then I'm like, okay, I got to take her back down to maybe see if something else will happen. So I take her back downstairs. And now I'm like, okay, if I keep coming down here, these men planning a murder are going to start to think that I'm a cop surveilling them. What if they were just reenacting the opening credits to King of the Hill at two in the morning? You know, where all four of them are standing outside just drinking beer from a little cooler. You've seen King of the Hill. No, Andrew, I have not. (laughs) You've not. You haven't seen King of the Hill. You've not seen King of the Hill. (laughs) 
<laughs> and so I come upstairs after my second bout, and then I'm like, okay, I got to find a 24-hour vet. What do we do? What can happen? And Andy was like, it's okay. This happened before when you were out of town. Like, I think she'll be okay. And then, of course, within seconds, I start sobbing. I'm like, you're just saying that because it's middle of the night and you don't want to get up. And it was True. like, and I like, I just got so scared and worried. And I was like, oh my God, I could never have a human child. Right. Just for this, by the way, King of the Kill, obviously, is what that what they were doing. Okay. The name of their show, King of the Kill. King of the Kill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, listeners, if you could have seen the gesture Naomi made at me when I said that. I didn't make a gesture. <laughs> <laughs> Peeling back the curtain. No, but like, yes. I mean, partly it was like, I don't want to go out. Again, this is like, I didn't want this responsibility. I've never had, you know, obviously, again, caring for Professor Whiskers. That's something. The cats have been sick before. I've, I've cared for them. But like, this kind of thing is like, is not what I had signed up for, I thought. And Wait, then, it isn't? Like, I knew exactly what a dog was going to be. I, I was like, they're, they get into shit. I didn't. Tell <laughs> me. My sleep is precious. It is so difficult to calm my mind and get six, at least six hours of sleep. Maybe right. eight. Naomi, my brain has been poisoned by Twitter, okay? I know. My, I, it, know, I, I know, go on it every I day. Know. It is like drinking fracking liquid. <laughs> I know. It is like liquefying a corpse and pouring it and showering in it. Ew. That is what it is like being on Twitter. And it is dry. And I can't close my eyes without being driven insane by it, okay? <laughs> Naomi, so to get to sleep, Naomi, for, her, for, for the Sandman to come claim me <laughs> for a mere six hours at best is a struggle. And then Mabel is, is whimpering and sick. You're crying. Of course I am going to go take her out. <laughs> Of course, what am I going to do? <laughs> so I take her, I take her out. I pass the enclave on the, I like, I keeping them always in my sight in some way, my periphery, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> this coven, right? <laughs> this American horror story, five guys across the street prepared to play, planning their perfect murder. Cause it takes five of you to plan the perfect murder. Right. Ocean's five. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and she, uh, does her business. Finally. She Finally. throws up and she pukes, she poops, she does it all. <laughs> and she's fine. And she's fine. You can see it. She's like, oh, all done. Yep. She's like, now we can go to sleep. <laughs> and I'm like, this bitch. Of course, uh, my brain being poisoned is up for another hour and a half. Me too, because even when she came back to bed, I then was like, is she full, really okay? Or was that just a moment? And let me keep an ear out and etc. So I didn't either, but it's like, I don't know. You know me, I don't think love is real unless it hurts in some capacity. So in a way, it just <laughs> felt like it was, it feels like it's worthwhile. Oh, um, I guess on that note, we should probably <laughs> take a break. And then we're going to come back with another hilarious set. Que onda familia, if you're looking for a fun, feel-good listening experience, check out our podcast, Hanging with Los Otelos. My name is Shaboy Edgar, and this is my beautiful wife, Janet. Hi, guys. We're a bilingual Mexican-American married couple with two beautiful young daughters. We're ready to fully expose our life, discuss relationship drama, yours and ours, and fill you with faith, encouragement, and laughter. Se va a poner bueno, so come hang out with us. Listen to Hanging with Los Otelos on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, visit losotelos.com. Mama, Dad, I love it. 
and we're back with another hilarious set. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is the last set from your birthday show in December here in Los Angeles, The Virgil. Yes, this is the West Coast set. We're giving you both. This next set, you guys, you know it's from one of my faves, Deborah Giovanni and Natalie Perez Benatoa. Natalie Perez is an actor and dancer, and you know Deborah not only as a friend of the pot, but you've seen her on shows like Stumptown, Comedy Central's Corporate, and Canadians, you can catch her in her homeland through April on the Snowed In Comedy Tour. So, you know, there you have options. You can experience Deborah live. If you're in Canada, you can experience her around the country after that. So get into it. Deborah and Natalie. Roll it. I'm Deborah. Hi. This is my friend Natalie. I'm Natalie. There she is right Hi. here. Happy Hi. birthday to Naomi. Hello. It's also my brother's birthday today. Happy I sent birthday, him. Yeah, brother. it is. Did I tell you that? You did. I uh, I sent him a very. I think I was with you when you, I texted him. Yeah, you stopped. A very heartfelt like, text. Yeah. Three lines. Three full lines of text. That's why I finished my potatoes. This and then is it. You had your potato. Yeah. I gave you yeah. a beat, and then I did that, and then uh, <laughs> he responded back. Thanks. No emojis or anything. No, nothing, no. not even an emoji. Sorry. I don't think there was no grammar. There was no punctuation. Just thanks. Okay, brother. Very close with the family. Let's say this. <laughs> now, I'm going to tell the people how we know each other. This is uh, Natalie and I know each other through a 12 step program. Uh, you guess which one? Fuck you. And. Uh, <laughs> Take my and guess. this is what we realized now as we were coming over here today. Because 12 Step, we cry a lot together. There's Everything. a lot of full-bodied like weeping. Deep Get in there. Deep, like sorrowful crying. Hi, I'm not. I'm just, like, on my knees. Like, like, like literally. Asking Do we have for, sort of yeah. a level of squeak that we know immediately that right. this it's urgent on Are the phone? Are you okay? No! <laughs> That's it. As we do a lot of that. First time. But this is it. First Crying in the car. Direction. There's a lot of weeping in the car. And then we've realized, though, on the way over here, that we actually don't have a lot of details about each other. None. <laughs> like I was. What is what is your last name? You're not allowed to I, know I, that. I it's God. Step like it's like this is literally. That's anonymous. My last name is Di Giovanni. What's your last name? Oh my name? God. Hi. Perez Benito. It's <laughs> nice, long. It's nice mine. To meet it's a you. Of okay. How old are you? Um. Sorry, we date. I read this is your. How old this is, is your name? I know. I, I mean, know, I don't know. I don't know your age. I don't know. I know I'm old enough to be your mother. Actually, like, maybe. How old are you? I'm, I'm, uh, you I can't first. tell you uh, uh, into I? the microphone, but you're much younger than me. I'm, yeah. You're what, 20? So I'm old enough to be your mother and not like a slut in high school, like a woman oh. who <laughs> got pregnant and kept the child. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that actually, is. Actually, yeah, uh, it was that's how much old. But these are the things. I don't really. I no, mean, we, I mean, unless you're good. We're talking, like, what kind of music do you listen to? <laughs> R&B, this is, this is real. R&B, so I, do you like? I like like girls that sing sadly on like pianos. Like country? No, that's it. No. Wow, this is this is. We're very opposite. Opposite. You have a tube. You have a tube top on right now. I do. I actually do, and I'm. It's fine. And I I don't know if I, you might be too hot to be friends with. To be honest. Give me a break. I was saying that you were. I was saying that uh, about me. I am too hot to but be like, friends with. But like you've wiped my ass. That's, that's how. That's, this is well. This I was is getting, like, this is. Do you know what I mean? 12 step. We don't like fuck around. Like that deep, and then I don't, don't even know crap. her last name. No, what? When's your birthday? July 12th. How July did you 12th? not know that? Another birthday. This is, what okay. sign is that? Are we compatible? Cancer. Oh my God. My mom was a cancer. This isn't gonna work out. I see. I knew her mom was a cancer. Like yeah. I know the things about her. Like she, her mom is gone. You know, my mom is gone. I cried about it. And, and, and I know all of that, but I didn't know that. She I also knows I, I'm over my mother's death. You know that as well. I do. I That's know all the details. I apologize about it in group all the time. Oh uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I do because I'm like, what's wrong with me? I feel nothing for my mother. Oh, come on. I didn't know it was going to go down like this. I didn't. Don't lie to me. That's the reason I'm in the 12 step is my mother. Come on. That's true. And I, you right now. Why am I in the reason? You're going through through a breakup right now? Okay, Deborah. Should I not have brought that up? Should I not have brought that up? Was it too much? Is it too soon? I just got new eyelashes. Like, I'm not did. trying oh to cry God. them off, okay? Exactly. Uh, you did. This is why I got nice. them, so that I just... I okay. you she's going to talk about my breakup. It's this, fine. She, okay, but listen, Let's hear it. Oh, she's fine. been coming to me for romance help. Do you think <laughs> I can help her true. in any way? <laughs> it's true. Am I wrong? You did helped you? me more... And, and what? This is going to get sad. This All is comedy. I do. Listen, oh, no, it's comedy is but sad. That's the rule number one. The reality That's is... number one. Pain is funny. It is every yeah. third minute. It yes. is Deborah texting. I am texting Deborah. <laughs> I am calling Deborah. Yes. I mean, it's like... She went from, like, number eight on my favorites to number one. We are. This is what it, it is. is. Like We're real. bonding over pain. Do you see know, what I'm saying? Sad. The minute it's she like, gets um, another boyfriend, she's totally gone. She'll be gone. She'll leave me like that. Now, I, I will say... This is my third time on the show, and after you, I don't have any more friends. I have to make another friend. That's it. I'm not joking. Deborah, I, Zach I'm, was on. I'm He's your in the muse back. for the show. Like what? she's hilarious, yeah, and I'm just true. like. And you're, but I'm you're, right you're, here. you're an Please actor. You're an me. actor and a dancer. You're a dancer. Show the people. Do something. That's that. that she what is. are the cool she kids doing now? Like she does stuff. She's in, in, she does the the high heel dancing. You know how they do that now. It's in fine. The heels. It's fine. It's just like it's very good. It's I don't good. Know. She gives me life. But I was that if like things got weird, if things I would got just worse, you were gonna dance up kick here. a leg. And we're not. Now, I, kick would, a, no. Will you tell the people the psychic story? About okay, how, so this okay, is listen bizarre. To this. This so is I'm nice. an actor, right? So I'm like the best waitress in Beverly Hills. That's how it is. And <laughs> truthfully, I was at a table making friends. It wasn't my table. I was pouring their wine. Long story short, she starts saying something. She's telling me my future. Everything she's saying is spot on to what's happened in the past. And then she says, and there's this woman, Deborah. This was two years ago, by the way, before I met Deborah. And I was like, I was looking for any reason for the psychic to be wrong and like not believe it. And I was like, there's my reason. I don't know fucking Deborah. Who the fuck names her kid Deborah? Whoa, whoa! It's true. It's a bad name. Okay, keep going. It's fine. It's I get it. Truthfully, Couch, and I was like, Debra, nah, who knows? Anyway, nah, no, no Debra's here. No. Like, you're a fucking fluke. As I'm crying at the table. Yeah, and then and fast then, forward. Fast forward. I walk into the thing, twelve step thing. The twelve step anonymous meeting. And um, I'm weeping. Probably she shared. Yeah. And I related, and I was like. And then she raised her hand for a ride. And I was like, I got you. I got, yeah. I'm from, from then on, it was like I was being I'm, a service. Yeah. It was like, her name is Deborah. I'm, I'm on Deborah. my knees. You're my Deborah. The psychic. I'm the Deborah. Do you see what I'm saying? It took a little while this to figure made me it out. Cry. Like, it only got there because I was offering you rides. Absolutely. You're dead inside because that's a beautiful story right there. <laughs> I'm the psychic predicted. I'm her Deborah. Do you understand? She's my Deborah. I she know. can't get away from me. I'll never let her leave. That's it. <laughs> You know what else? I, I found out, t- I was telling uh, today that uh, my name, Deborah means Bumblebee. I was saying this today. Did you know that? It's, it means Bumblebee. I always hated tissues, my name. Everybody. I always hated my name. And I did, because I, mean, I have a twin sister, we know this, and her name uh, in uh, Hebrew means more precious than rubies, all right? And I mean Bumblebee. <laughs> the thing that people run and from. And if you knew her sister. I if do, because I hear about it every morning at 9 a.m. If you knew, if, look at this, the Bumblebee. I hate bees. People are scared. People, I could sting, yeah. you'll die. This is my name. So I was all like, great, okay? I'm working at, like, a, an art college, me, at an art college when I'm 19 years old, all right? 20 years old. And then I found a fabulous teacher comes up to me. And she's like, oh my God, Deborah, I love that name. And I was like, I hate it. And she's like, you know what means bumblebee? And I was like, yeah, okay. She's like, but you know what's so great about bumblebees? I was like, no, tell me, art teacher. She's like, there's no scientific reason for bumblebees to be able to fly. Did you know this? They can't figure it out. There's no reason for them to be able to fly. Their bodies are too big, but they do fly. And do you know why they fly? Because they must. 
Right! I'm her Debra! I must fly! What I are got you saying? And now everything that she does, I must emulate. Like I know! She wasn't holding her microphone, so I'm like, wait. Are you gonna sweat profusely? Gonna... I'm already sweating <laughs> underneath the tube top! It's happening. Like, don't look. <laughs> boob. Boob tube. Boob, boob top sweat. Yeah, okay. Yeah, boob now, tube. Listen, like let me it. say this right now. Um, okay, there's a couple oh, things about us that I know that are very opposite. She's much younger than me. You like older men. I do. I like I like younger men, so Daddies, this is gonna work out well. We're looking for you want. a yes, a father-son totally combination. Not over so if there's any men here who brought their children, first of all, why Please. is your child at a bar? You're a bad man. And uh, but don't get me wrong, we'll still hook this up. Am I wrong? Is this what we're, we're gonna do? Just, are you into that? I, totally. I'm into You are now. Notepad. You are now. You're also you're gonna teach me to drive over the Christmas holidays. That's what we've decided. So we've we decided. don't know how you're spending your Christmas, but yep. I'm heartbroken. She's already made. She's already made. She like, doesn't know how to drive. <laughs> He's like, we're gonna set for what is the what is the right foot again? What is the right? The gas. The gas. Bitch. That's the one. I'm just gonna remember that one. You're supposed to fly, bitch. <laughs> You're about to learn it. how to drive. This is it. This I'm is gonna. Happening. It's gonna be great. Yeah. We'll probably. You know, one of us is gonna go to jail. I'm assuming it's you. It's probably I'm assuming me. It's you. Considering. Uh, I know what your coffee is. Light. I know what your coffee is. She likes an oat milk latte. Look. look. Right? Thank you. Who doesn't? I don't. I've never, I never had, had lattes before this goddamn program. Do you understand? I don't know if you know what I'm saying yeah. here. What do I drink? What I do I drink? An Americano. An Americano. With two half and half and a sweet and low. Thank you. That's Excuse it. Me. That's exactly it. High five. Fucking we got you. that one right. We got but it. Yet I know all of these details. Mm -hmm. I didn't know your last name until I today. Know, until right now. This Are we real. even allowed to say that on the podcast? I don't know. Well, whatever. Okay. Then what step did we break? Who knows? No one knows. I will say. Any of you who's not in <laughs> Step Rogan does not no. find any of this fucking funny. No. They're, not, that's they're not fine. They're not at the, But I'm completely sober. You're not. You're not sober. Not sober. completely. I had a glass got, of wine. Just one. Right. <laughs> or are we broken it down tonight? And this so is the. <laughs> this is the demise. This is the demise. This is the end oh, of our thing. Okay, let's let's see. What other things don't I know about is this you? This the end of the light. Okay. You have brothers and sisters. I have one brother. Okay. You fuck. You How have old is your brother? Two brothers. Two, no. Two sisters and one brother. No, I have a twin. Oh my you god. You have a twin see sister, this? a sister. Yeah. Who's not two a twin. sisters and a, a twin sister and a brother. Well, one you don't hate, so we don't count her. That's fair enough. Fair enough. You're right. There is one. I like one of them. I hate the other two. So I only and know of one sister. Okay, fair enough. That's and fair. then a half. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, my one, one sister is the slut that I write jokes. We're about. learning. We were invited on this podcast. Yeah, and I, I made an amends to her. I made an amends to her, and she did not forgive me. She chose to not forgive me. That's it. We know this. Bummer. So I am it. not on my amends yeah, thing. Yeah, that's it. You're not on step nine yet. That's fine. We'll not keep moving. Not doing it. We'll keep moving. <laughs> what else? Resisting. What else? And you're, I know where you're from. Here. You're from Florida. Do you know where in Florida? No, oh, no. I know Florida. That's all I got. What do you think? I know American geography? No, I don't. No, not at all. No, you don't. You're from Canada. I am. And you're polite. Name they're not that. nice. They're polite. That's, you do know that. I have changed that. I was like, she you're so friendly. That. No, no, no. We're, we're bitches, but we're polite. You know they're what I mean? Polite. That's exactly they're like, it. Everyone from Canada's nice. Oh, I'm like, no, she just said please guy. and thank you. Yeah, that's exactly. That's, that's all. I say please and thank you, but I'm like, did you see that fucking bitch? That's what I say. Exactly. And I'm like, yes, I fucking You're did. welcome. You fucking bitch. That's how we do it. That's how we do. Can you name anything about Canada? You know, where am I from in Canada? Do you know? No. Calgary. No. Why would you say Calgary? How dare you? Vancouver. No. Toronto. 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 That Toronto. was my first impulse. Could you talk about anything? No. What is, can you see it? These are jokes. These are jokes. Do I live? I'm wearing a long enough shirt. On the east or west side? Do you live on the, on the where? East or west oh, side? Oh, we're neighbors. Now we're now neighbors. She moved in oh, close to me. She just totally we're skated over that four. question. What was, it, what was it? Do you live on the idea. east side or west side? Of Florida? Yeah. Oh my God, I have no idea. Okay, east side or west side of the street we live on now. Where do I live compared to you? Two oh, blocks, by the way. Two blocks away. I don't know. You're on the right. 
Is that? All right, she doesn't drive yet, so she has no idea how <laughs> direction. Right, which is also the gas. The right is the gas. You're on the there gas side. I'm to the right. Is that right? That would be east. Is it? From where? Anyway. Oh, I'm in big trouble. I'm in big trouble. Who's, okay, so who's older? I mean, I don't know. No. The old soul is happening. Yeah. But you like actually, you are very much, you are very much, you are like an older, you are an older soul. Like, honest to God. I feel Thank like you. I'm the child and you're. I, I mean, yeah, I'm teaching you how to drive. It's yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, and you're like the hot aunt. And you're Do like you know the I mean? one who's like really fucking funny and I'm just like... <laughs> but the one that always gets in trouble. I'm the one that gets in trouble. I'll be grounded. Okay. Anyway, I feel like polite. this is... Yeah, I don't think you appreciate how much we like each other. I <laughs> really, I have to say it. This is a thing. Like, and you know what else is about the both of us? This is I do know. We're both anxious attachments, so we are just like, we are glommed. <laughs> we're never leaving. There's Whatever no happens. Because it should be like, you should be avoidant and anxious too anxious yeah. right here, baby. This so is true. it. This is gonna That's be my trouble. bumblebee. We're getting oh. tattoos also on Christmas. <laughs> we're, well, we're, doing... we're getting tattoos on Christmas. She's getting a bumblebee. What and I'm also get? getting a bumblebee. Because that's Because <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't know what else to get. Thank you for owing. But you know what? This is you were mediocre. You were oh mediocre. God. I'm not gonna lie to you. Speaking we really of were. mediocre. Did like, anyone that's cry the in the crowd? Ugh, we'll do it for you. We'll, we'll cry for you. All right, anyway, happy birthday, Naomi. We love you. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. I mean, Naomi, what can you say about Deborah? I mean, you know, we we usually reach out to comedians and we say, bring a friend. You never know where that friend's gonna be from. <laughs> you never know. Who, you never know who they're gonna choose. And you know what? This was a new combination, and I loved it, and I live for it. I mean, again, again, that's my favorite thing about the show. You can ask the same person <laughs> like ten different times. They have a new partner every time, and it's a new thing. You never know. New so, facets. I hope you feel the same way, listener. Honestly, I hope you're loving it. I hope you're having fun. We're gonna hit you up next week. But until then, I love you deeply. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm Katie Couric. I'm Bozma St. John. I'm an award-winning journalist, if I do say so myself. And I'm a hot-to-trot, trailblazing marketing executive. <laughs> We're very confident. <laughs> we wanted to combine Bose's business and branding expertise with Katie's natural curiosity to create a podcast responding to this moment in time. Welcome to Back to Biz with Katie and Bose. Each week, we'll interview innovators, creatives, and CEOs to find out how our pandemic present will forever change the business of tech and media, travel and leisure, education and sports, fashion and pop culture. Because in many ways, this has been a really dark time. But it's also a time for reassessing, recalibrating, and finding the light. We're doing 10 episodes, and you can catch them every Thursday. So listen to Back to Biz with Katie and Bose on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows. Que onda, familia? If you're looking for a fun, feel-good listening experience, check out our podcast, Hanging with Los Otelos. My name is Shaboy Edgar, and this is my beautiful wife, Janet. Hi, guys. We're a bilingual Mexican-American married couple with two beautiful young daughters. We're ready to fully expose our life, discuss relationship drama, yours and ours, and fill you with faith, encouragement, and laughter. Se va a poner bueno, so come hang out with us. Listen to Hanging with Los Otelos on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, visit losotelos.com. Mama, Teta, I love it.